Welcome to Not Your Normal Run, a podcast for those that want to start being active or stay active. We are your hosts. I am Sarah. And I'm Becca. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 44. We've been talking <laughs> Steve Prefontaine. No, yeah. We were talking about how we were yapping on, but at least we were yapping running stuff, which is what we're going to talk about anyway. So Yeah. So today's episode is inspired by Becca again. Great job, Becca. Oh, it's all about long run tips. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, um, hello, I have no intention of running long ever. Please know that these tips actually apply to everyone, not Definitely. just long runners. They're just a little more helpful to long runners. Yeah. But they can technically help anybody. Absolutely. And we're helping everybody. They can help short distance runs, you name it, all of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the first thing is I'm kind of like, when I put my list together of like tips, I kind of went through like a timeline, if you will, <laughs> as I was thinking about like what I do. That yeah. Kind of the, yeah. I kind of picture getting ready for stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the first thing is to just be mindful of what you eat and drink the night before if you can run on a greasy wet burrito, more power to you. God bless you. But if <laughs> you can't, it might not be a good idea to have that greasy wet burrito. Not recommended. Yeah. So I always try to stick with the exact same long run meal the night before. That way I know I will not have any issues the next day. Yeah. And not that you have to be that strict. Because I stick to similar composition, at least. Yeah. It just helps you kind of, if you like have a plan, kind of stick with it to know you're not going to have to worry about planning a bathroom route or something like that. (laughs) Which you should do anyway, but we'll get to that. (laughs) Exactly. Um, The next thing is to kind of plan that night before, like it's actually the race day. So do you have your fuel and everything ready to go? Do you have your clothes ready to go? Is your watch charged? Do you have sunscreen? If it's going to be sunny, do mm. a flat me. There's nothing wrong with doing a flat me for a long run. It's if kind you've of been just, listening to us for a while, we told you it's a picture checklist. It, it's <laughs> perfect. It's for those visual people. It is a great way to do it. And if you're not visual, it's still a fun way to put together all your stuff. Get you excited for the run. Exactly. And also a great way just to make sure you don't forget anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you practice doing it before race day, it won't be as stressful the night before the race. You'll be Very used true. to doing it. You'll know how. Mm-hmm. The next thing is to plan your route. Yes. One of my favorite things to do. This is the fun. I think this is a fun thing. Um, I like it. (laughs) You're getting, I would say Becca, that you are getting very good at route planning. I like hearing about the different routes you plan and how you're starting to incorporate bathroom breaks or potential refueling at like a convenience store or a gas station, just making sure that you're using those resources. Yep. Um, because you and I have talked about it. We've done the Lansing River Trail multiple times, and we always talk mm-hmm. about the gas station that's on the other side of the road there, but we've yep. never actually thought of making that part of our run to stop and get something versus carrying it. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to do that, but that's always an option too. If you have, if you're in a city area, a more urban area, and you have 
convenience stores, bodegas, whatever you have, you can plan that into your run. There's nothing wrong with that. It helps break it up. It, 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 for me, it, it's a little bit mental too. It's a little bit of a mental breakup of the run itself. <laughs> Adding in yeah. interesting spots and exciting And it spots. will give you something to look forward to. Exactly. Absolutely true. Mm-hmm. It's all about fun, people. And that kind of leads us into the next one, which is yep. to make your route fun. I'm a professional at this. I'm just saying. Be- because I picked a route once for Becca that I thought would be perfect. <laughs> and I, mm-hmm. I only thought I, I didn't realize what it was going to look like. It was basically oh, yeah. a cornfield. <laughs> From miles. I didn't yeah. know. I thought it could maybe be like Indian mounds or something like that with cover. I mean, it was, it's rail to trail, but it's rail to trail in farmland. So it's literally just There's crushed nothing. limestone as far as the eye can see. And barren fields because it wasn't even like it was a growing season. So like. no, it was fall. Was it fall? Okay. Uh, it was probably August. And I was all excited because I thought this was going to be like the fun one. And it's like somewhere new. We've never been there. Oh, my God. It was still exciting for that. It was exciting, but it was also awful at the exact same time. I mean, hey, literally. You were on a bike. I was. I was on my feet. It didn't make it any better. <laughs> the view was still the same. But make your route fun. Make it something you look forward to. Becca and I have one route in Grand Ledge that we love to do. We love to explore and it just makes it more enjoyable. Definitely. Um, There are a few routes in Grand Rapids that I will avoid at all costs because I hate them. (laughs) I thought the one you were going to tell the story about was six mile. Is it six mile that we did the, 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 the hills? Two miles. Sorry. I don't remember all the miles up there. (laughs) Um, But Indian Mounds Drive is like a quarter of a mile and turn and a quarter of a mile and just a slight turn. It's horrible. It's the exact same woody, marshy. It it messes with my brain. I do not like it. Two mile is in Forest Forest Hills, Eastern Ada area. um, Seedman Park area for those that are listening. And it's super hilly. But it is so much fun to be out there because it's just different. It's Run away from road. the mosquitoes. <laughs> well, and the mosquitoes and the cows. But it's just, it, it's something to look forward to. I always look forward to that run. I know it's going to kick my hind end. Every time I do it, I'm going to go home crying to my mama because that darn run's going to suck and I'm going to want to die. But at the same time, it is so different from what I see and any other run. I look forward to it. Mm-hmm. And letting me pick the turns and then being like, well, look at this hill. Well, you told me to pick the turn and I don't know where we are. So <laughs> it's so exactly. much fun. Like nobody has as much fun as we do on runs. I'm just saying, I'm sorry. I will take that trophy. <laughs> we have the most fun. Humble brag. Well, it's like we call it adventures in long running. Right. Something For a reason. crazy will happen <laughs> Always. in some way, or it'll be fun, or it'll downpour. Downpour. 
Yeah. Blow a bike tire. You Make name it. it. Sound like we've done shooting. it. Exactly. <laughs> you name it. We've probably experienced it. <laughs> Stomach issues. I mean, finding porta potties. Feeling like you're not going to make it to the porta potty. Praying for the porta potty. Trying to find a place to go because you're not going to get to the porta potty and then realize there's way too many people. <laughs> or that there's nothing on either side of the trail for you to even step off into. Yeah, there's no stepping off. There's a steep embankment trail. <laughs> I mean, you got to make it fun. And I think for us, the route, because we'll do your routes, we'll do my routes, and then we'll like mix them up so neither of us kind of knows and just, we'll just change it up and it makes it a lot more fun. Or we'll go somewhere neither of us has been. It doesn't always work <laughs> like that first trail we discussed. Or, or it, it will, a reoccurring theme is Sarah tries to keep secrets. Like when we went to Ann Arbor and she knew what the layout of Ann Arbor was like. She thought she was funny. It's good for you to do hills. I just neglected to tell you how many there were. But to be truthful, I didn't, they were, I knew they were hills. I didn't remember there being (laughs) that many hills. (laughs) But that was fun. It was, it was so much fun. It was hilarious because we get, we keep so many memories of these ridiculous things that happened and turning a corner like, okay, we're going to start going back into town, right? No more hills, right? Oh, Sarah says no more hills. No, and it was uphill and it was uphill <laughs> and I stopped. <laughs> All right. But on, I don't remember if it was that one, but that girl, there was a girl cause we were on campus who was yes. <laughs> pulling luggage up the same hill. So then you feel as a runner, you should be able to do that. If she's pulling her luggage up the hill. I mean, she was pulling it on a mission, though. We weren't sure what was happening. <laughs> she was moving with a purpose. I mean, you saw these the are, helicopter. These are the things that happen. The helicopter take off from the hospital. Yep, U of M's helicopter, which is crazy. On that first trail, you got to hear um, sandhill cranes for the first time. <sighs> I love sandhill Evil. cranes. I love the sound of them. Evil. But I mean, we have lots of fun and that's kind of what gets us through those long runs. Mm -hmm. Um, The insanity keeps you a little bit sane mm -hmm. for later. (laughs) So as far as getting the long run done, the first thing for that part is that you have to start slow. Yes. Because you can bank energy, but you cannot bank time. Correct. So if you go out, like a bullet out of a gun, you're never gonna make it to the end of your long run. Depending it's on be the miserable. Depending on the program you're doing, majority of long runs are to be at conversational pace. It should feel slow. I've noticed that feel... at least about mine. It should feel like you're not supposed to be going that slow. So like my the program I'm doing right now, my long run is a comfortable walk for me, the long run speed, because it's two minutes slower per mile than my race pace. Okay. But it's that way on purpose because it's not meant to stress out your cardiovascular system. It's meant to build it. And you right. can't do that if you're burning through all your glucose within the first 30 minutes. That's right. 
not gonna work you're gonna feel like a dump truck so you start out <laughs> slow you can always speed up later if you have the energy yep if you're worried that even if you start out slow you still won't have the energy then just so you know you should probably go a little slower yeah that, that means it's not slow enough <laughs> I'm telling you, it might feel uncomfortably slow, but when you look later, that'll end up being the pace you were looking for. Mm -hmm. And in the long run, it'll feel better because the other thing about starting out slow and doing a slower long run is you won't need two days to recover. (laughs) You won't feel dead to the world afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you're doing a 20 mile long run, you still might feel dead. (laughs) I mean, everyone's going to, but if you ran 20 miles hard, you're going to take a couple of days to recover. It's going to be like a race. Mm-hmm. So slow it down. Slow it down Let down. your body do the work and just go along for the ride. That's right. Next thing is more of a mental one. And this is for me. Okay. So for me, long running is more mental than anything else. My body can do the work. My brain checks out and wants to (laughs) quit and wants to do anything other than a long run. And I, it's something I've always struggled with. I mean, even tonight, could I have done my long run? Absolutely. Was my brain in a space to do it? Absolutely not. Uh -uh. I moved the treadmill so I could watch TV at the same time. I mean, I was ready to go. I got on that treadmill and my brain went to this negative. I hate running. Why the heck am I doing this? This just sucks. This is no fun. And then I couldn't see the TV screen. So then I had to get off and readjust the treadmill. I mean, I was just, then my shoes were too tight. And then my brain was not in it. And we've said it's a miserable place to be and not a place you want to hang out. And luckily the person talking opposite me in the podcast was in the exact same mental state, which <laughs> probably didn't help either of us. In, as, as you said a minute ago, very punny uh, in the long run. I don't know that it's helpful, but it's also not helpful to mentally put yourself through that type of thing either. So six of one half dozen of the other. I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry about it. So my, so what I ended up making my goal is I'm like, I'm on the treadmill. I'm going to do one mile and I'm stopping Mm -hmm. there. Cause I'm going to, I'm just going to get one mile done. Cause I can do that. But the thing about the mental side is, especially if you start running longer mileage, well, I mean, even slow or a smaller mileage is still the same. The first mile or two or three or five is always a liar. It's always a liar. You can, and the, and what we mean by that is that your first mile will feel uncomfortable. It could even feel like your legs are full of lead (sighs) and heavy. Mm -hmm. Your hips are tight. Your back is sore and you may have stretched out amazingly before. Mm -hmm. And that's, you're still going to feel that way. Your body, when you start doing longer distances, your body needs to kind of loosen up to get into that comfortable pace and that comfortable rhythm. And it can take a couple of miles to get there, unfortunately. And that's when your brain is going to be like, we don't want to do this. Like mine today. Not doing it. It wasn't in it. 
And that's my own fault for listening to my brain. But if I would have stuck it out, would I have been okay? Yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure I would have been. But everything in my body was telling me no. See, it is what it is. But just know that if you're going for your long run, just remember that first mile or two is always a liar. Every time. It's a rule at this point. The first time I marathon trained to get myself over that kind of hump, I would actually give myself an out at five miles. Because I would say, if at five miles, I'm still not feeling it, then we're going to stop. Because at that point, your body is warm, regardless of your mileage, five miles, your Mm -hmm. body is warm. Mm -hmm. And if you're still not feeling it at that point, you're more likely to injure yourself. You're more likely to do something wrong. And your body could be telling you something that you need to stop. But for the most part, a mile or two, your body's just rejecting because it doesn't want to do it. Just like you don't want to get out of bed in the morning. Your body doesn't always want to run. It's fighting you. Mm-hmm. Fight back. So then you just start <laughs> singing, move, bitch, get out the way. And That's then you right. Go, you got to have you those power sing. songs. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. One idea I had was that if you have trouble staying focused, and this has helped me quite a bit, is document your run. Whether that's via voice memos or videos or pictures. Maybe you decide that you are going to take pictures of dilapidated barns. I love dilapidated barns. (laughs) Or spring's coming. Maybe you're going to take a picture of flowers or blooms or like blooms on a tree. <laughs> if I said balloons, I was like, <laughs> okay, like hot air balloons. <laughs> no, I was just enunciating, over enunciating. Um, or do you do those two I mean, though? <laughs> yes, those two hot air balloons or something. Do what you got to do. Or are you even just doing your faces of running? Like, do you like when you start running? Do like mid run? I mean, it would be funny. Yeah, but it gives you something to focus on other than running. That's why I like on on my asterisks things that I do, besides from slow being underlined 50 times, like we've already talked about, uh, dance breaks. I incorporate dance breaks and photo breaks, and that's basically what that is. It's I document it by stopping and taking a few pictures of where I'm at, looking around, checking stuff out, a little bit of a dance break, (laughs) shake it out, get moving again. That's where I, like I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. And then my final tip is to bring a friend, phone <sighs> a friend, bring a friend. Yeah, it's true. It's a lot easier to do something when you have someone else to hold you accountable. This past Saturday, we had our first community run and walk at Gazelle Sports since the pandemic. And I was going to meet some friends and I'm not going to lie when my alarm went off. I just started staring at it saying you're a liar and I hate you. And how rude. I didn't want to get out of bed. I'm like, and I laid there trying to come up with a valid excuse not to go. (laughs) Could I come up with one? No. (laughs) (laughs) So then I was like, all right, I'm going to put on my workout clothes. And then if I still don't want to go, I'm just going to tell them I don't want to go. And by the time I have my workout clothes on, I'm like, oh, screw it. I got my workout clothes on. I'm just going to go. Yeah. But if I hadn't had friends showing up with me, 
that would have been an easy way to get out because no one was expecting me to be there anyway. That's right. That's true. And, and it I've helps already... the time pass sometimes when you're just yapping with somebody. Katie and I do that a lot. We just mm-hmm. suddenly we're like, oh, six miles. Cool. All right. Good. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be together. If you don't want you, if you have a friend who has a treadmill or an elliptical, you can, they can do that and you can do whatever you have and you can FaceTime, you can Facebook video. I mean, it doesn't have to be face to face for you to do it with somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can do it like one of those zoom classes or not. Zoom I was going to say like a lot Peloton. of people are doing like the zoom. A lot of people are doing zoom gyms for check-ins. So yeah. like, Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is, I saw there is a running coach that actually does Zoom calls while you're running. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. To provide instant feedback, instant coaching, that type of thing. Sure, sure. Crazy. I do have a friend who will call people and that, and on her run, that is her time to catch up with friends. Hey. Because it's conversational pace. She can I was going to say, she knows what ca- what pace to keep because she's having a conversation. So that mm-hmm. works. <laughs> so that way she has company and it works for her. Okay. All right. You could do an Instagram live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have someone mm-hmm. join you. I mean, there, there are a lot of options for friends if you need something out there. And if you're in a running group on Facebook and you're just, you don't know anyone from your area, just put a call out. Say, is anyone running this weekend? If they're in your area, what are they doing? What's their pace? I mean, it doesn't even have to be like a long run run. It could just be a run walk. It could just be a walk. There, there are a lot of options out there if you need it. Definitely. Or they could be willing to bike with you. Uh-huh. Oh, or roller skate. Or roller skate. Or rollerblade. Right. Or hoverboard. Or skateboard. Or city scooter. Oh, city scooter. <laughs> there was one of the random aside of the city scooter. When I did a neighborhood run last week, there was one on the sidewalk in the neighborhood. And I, I had never been more tempted considering I was in a neighborhood. I'm like, really? Number one, how did it get here? Number two. <gasps> oh, <laughs> well, you know, but how I didn't it got I went there. Right by. Well, it, I, I mean, know, it's just funny. It's a long way. They make, they, yeah. They don't quite make it all the way out to my neighborhood from where they usually are. <laughs> It's just and we have city scooters now too. So oh, Becca, so next time I have to do a long run, maybe we'll do it in Grand Rapids and Becca can scooter it. Yes. I like that. That's fun. <laughs> so yeah. So definitely be open to bringing a friend and just make your long run fun. It does not have to be serious. It does not have to be this big ordeal, but it does have long- to be fun. <laughs> Whoops. Couldn't help it. Sorry. I just couldn't help it. That's all right. It has to be done though. Yeah. Just make it what you need to get it done. That's right. If you need time in nature by yourself, then go have time in nature by yourself. That's okay too. Sometimes I like to explore trails by myself. I tend to get lost, but Mm -hmm. or I get stuck in rain. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared of animals in the forest. Yep. Or you have all three, which has happened to me. But 
it makes for an interesting story. It does. And hopefully someday I'll get over those fears. <laughs> not likely. Yeah. No, we'll see. <laughs> so I hope you found this helpful. If you need other suggestions or you have something that we didn't think of, let us know. We'd love to hear. Um, homework for everyone. Just monthly call out to share this podcast with a friend. Everyone's <gasps> kind of back in that training swing of things right now. There are a lot of virtual races going on this spring. There are a few in-person I've seen smaller mm-hmm. races, and oh. it seems like everyone's training for something right now, which is kind of nice. It's been a while since everyone was training for something. So if you have a friend who could use a little encouragement or inspiration, feel free to share a podcast. We would love it. Always. So where can they find you online, Becca? Instagram. Sugartude. S-U-G-A-R-T-U-D-E. Sugartude. Uh, and my blog space, I should update on my gardening because I planted the rest of my stuff. It's going to be good. Sugartude.wordpress.com. Don't laugh at me and my hopeful green thumb. <laughs> you have a green thumb, thumb way more than I do. I know, but like growing from seed is just not easy. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's the hardest thing to do. And I'm just hopeful I get some results. <laughs> we shall see. Everyone's going to find out when I do, though, because I'm just going to document the whole thing. There we go. Grow my, grow my garden with me. Uh, any tips? Let me know. How about you, Sarah, with an H? My tip is buy it from the store. Already pre-grown. <laughs> okay. Um, Dang it, Sarah. I'm growing rainbow carrots and you told me you can't find those. I can like go to Horrocks, Um, but I'm trying to grow rainbow carrots. So there. Okay. Good for you. Go with God. Um, You can find me at www.runningwarriorsarah.com. That is Sarah with an H. (laughs) Make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And if it's on Apple podcasts, we'd love it if you'd leave us a review. And then if you like what you hear, you can support us on Patreon. So until next time, get out there and go be active. Get out there and move those booties.